the Game Guys Podcast. Welcome back to people listening to this. It's been a while. It's been a long while. How long has it been? It's been like a couple months. Four weeks. Well, yeah, so one month, but it's still been a long time. Typically, we try for about two weeks. School's crazy. Yeah, school's crazy for me, who's going on a blended schedule. I'm staying at home. Yeah. Um, because it's easier. It's easier because you don't have to. We don't need to talk about this on the on the podcast. We're we're game guys, not school guys. Yeah, we're just using that as why we weren't recording. Yeah. Um, I'm moving past this awkward intro. Uh, we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff today. But uh, mm-hmm. some of the biggest news is there's a lot of PlayStation stuff. We've got the PS5 UI, a uh, new update of 8.0 for the PS4 software. Um, then we've also got some new games to talk about. We can talk about Hades, Monster Hunter, new Monster Hunter games, uh, The Long Dark, Mafia, Crash 4, all those. And uh, Cyberpunk has reached a development milestone that we'll talk about. But uh, first, I'm going to start out the show like we always do uh, with a question. And that question is, what have you been playing recently? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's my thing. Anyways, so I got Mafia when it came out, played that for a bit. Then I also got Crash 4, played that for a couple of days. But then, The Devil May Cry 4 SE HD Collection, which is the first four Devil May Cry games in a collection, Mm -hmm. was on sale. 50% off, so it was $22. I made a decision and got that. So I've been playing the first Devil May Cry, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's a fun game. I, I like it. I think in the last episode we were talking about how we wanted to get into those games, or at least I was. I don't remember what brought it up. Oh, they were they're remaking one of them for PS5. That's what it was. It was shown off in the showcase last time. So, um, what have you been playing? I have been playing a little of this, a little of that, a little of Sims 4. A little bit of breaking um, your PlayStation disc drive. Yeah, yeah. That's uh we I've got some sad news. My PlayStation is pretty much dead. I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna come back. Um I assume that the disc drive is, is shot. It took a pretty nasty spill. Cord got caught and uh now it like reads discs, it recognizes them, but the data is always, if it even downloads, it's always corrupted from whenever I download from discs. So it's pretty much can't play anything other than digital games, and even those are really slow. So at least the new console is about to come out, so you yeah. might be getting that soon. Yeah, I'm gonna just wait for that, I guess. Play on Xbox and PC till then. So. Uh, but Sims 4, I've been enjoying. Um, I've been kind of learning the rules on that. Yeah, I was I was definitely frustrated. I I kind of had to re-download it because I got mad and deleted it because nobody told me that you can't go outside in the winter completely naked. I believe um, that's called a felony in some states. Well, kind of. Public There's street a death sentence in the uh, in the Sims world because I fell over, um, turned into ice, and then the Grim Reaper came and like slashed me because it was winter. Yeah, I was mad about that. I'd built up relationships and everything. I had a good career as a criminal going. Peed in front of a girl playing the violin. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to a girl trying to. Uh, tr- <laughs> trying to get her to, uh, well, I was trying to get her to date me. 
in the game. I think she was married. She was married, but I had plans for that. Um, but uh, I, I spent too long talking to her. It was like two in the morning. Um, and I peed myself in front of her and she left. So that was rough. Um, then I've been playing, uh, I needed a story based game. I, I've, I haven't really been playing Mafia a lot because it's, uh, it yeah, because I have it on disc for PlayStation and, uh, the data is, I got it to download, but it like crashes and it's really laggy. I got up to the race level and I finished it and then it crashed and didn't save. And so I kind of, I've just pretty much given up on it until I, uh, until I either get it for Xbox or PC if it's on sale or just wait for uh PS5. I don't know, but I have been playing uh South Park stick of truth and I've been enjoying that pretty fun. So, uh, what difficulty did you pick? Um, I don't even remember. I think What's you're skin color. Yeah, I think you're referring to uh, fractured butthole. No, it's stick of truth as well. It's not because that's oh. not a that's not a thing in that one. I don't know, but I'm white, so easy, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been enjoying that. I haven't played, I think I've finished the first day. Um, but there are a ton of new games, uh, out and are coming out. Uh, one of the newest one is Hades, which you know more about than I do. I've seen some stuff about it. It's like a dungeon crawler. Yep. Um, and I've seen like really, really good reviews. Yep. So, it's been a month since I've seen the trailer, but I really want it. I've seen it on Switch. I want to get it. I love dungeon crawlers, or a good dungeon crawler. It's just fun to play, to sit down and play. Like Moonlight, yeah. that's a dungeon crawler I love. Great game. Got a DLC earlier this year. I need to get it. But, from what I remember, Hades is a dungeon crawler. It kind of takes place in... You know, Greek mythology world, hence Hades and all that. I think you're trying to escape from Hades and everything. And you get a bunch of different weapons and meet all these different figures like Zeus and Artemis, some titans and stuff, maybe some giants. And with a bunch of different weapons, you can kind of chain those together into a ton of different combos. I forgot the exact number, but it was huge. And I thought that was crazy. Which offers a lot of different play styles, I think. Yeah. So, if I get it, I'll have more to talk about on it because it looks like so much fun. I'll get it too and play a little bit of it so that way we have something to talk about uh, next time because, uh, well, well, we'll probably have watchdogs to talk about by the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're about halfway through the month. Uh, then. Two new uh, Monster Hunter games were announced for Switch. Yes. Rise and Stories 2. Um, With the Rise. release of Rise. Oh. Sorry, what? I was just going to talk about the Amiibos. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Actually, now that I think about it, we got to explain a little bit first. So there are going to be two Switch exclusives. And with Rise... They are coming out with three Amiibos upon the release day of it, which is going to be a Palico, Magnamalo, which I think is like the big bad or final thing in the game, one of the big things you fight, and then a Palamute, which is a new companion in the game we'll talk about a little bit later. And then, yeah, the second one is Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin. Didn't play Monster Hunter Stories, so I don't know how to talk about that. So, yeah, the only the only Monster Hunter I've ever played was uh, three Ultimate or four Ultimate. I can't four. remember. It was one of the two that I played on uh, 3DS. Probably four. Probably. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's the only one I've ever played. And all that I remember from it were uh, the little tiki dudes. Yeah. So, with Rise, it looks like it draws inspiration from kind of Japanese architecture and styles and stuff. Saw a katana, like a big katana as a weapon. Saw a bunch of the shrine gates or whatever, or not a bunch, some of the shrine gates. So all that looks really interesting. And then there's a new mechanic, which is like these little white bugs that you can throw in the air and, and a grappling hook onto, which looks really fun to do. I'm excited to see that. And then the Palamute, it's a dog, kind of to balance it out. You've had the Palico for all the games, which is a companion that's a cat. Then you have the Palamute now, which is a companion that's a dog. You can ride it to save your stamina while running across the map, because you're going to run out of stamina and need to eat. That'll just conserve it. You can also run up walls or certain walls. And you can get off of it, and it'll also attack enemies, or try to. And if you play by yourself, you can have two companions, which can either be a palico and a palamute, two palicos or two palamutes. It kind of just depends. Palicos are going to be more support in this, which will be interesting. So you can have a good dynamic with a palamute and a palico, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all of that does not mean anything to me, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, it makes sense, but like, I don't know. I, I think I'd have to play the game to really get it. And I'm definitely going to play, uh, rise. I don't know about stories. Yeah. Same here. Oh, another thing with rise and the multiplayer. If you play with someone. You can't take two companions. You can only take one per person. So one of you could take a Palamute and leave the other one in the dust, or take a. No, you could take a Palamute. You're just Pelicos. I think if you're playing with more than, I think if you're playing with two or more people, you might just want to go with uh, Palamute, so you can all kind of move around fast. But it's not out yet, so we don't know. Yeah. Uh... It's coming out in March 2021, the 26th. Uh, so we've still got a ways to go, but I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Stories 2 is summer 2021. Uh, then, so popcorn. Oh, that's not good. I'm fine. Then um, The Long Dark is out on switch mm-hmm. i know absolutely nothing about this so you're gonna have to uh it's a game and it's been out for a bit on other consoles but it's now out on the nintendo switch it's got a bear in the trailer i like bears what kind of a bear uh angry bear oh i don't like angry bears you don't want a picnic basket this time. He wants your life, Hunter. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. So, Let's move uh, on to something else, because I don't know anything else about The Long Dark. Yeah, The Long Dark, I will say this, it's available now on Nintendo Switch, and it'll cost you thirty four ninety nine. Okay, my soundboard isn't working. I was going to do the Mario coin uh, sound, but... It didn't work. That's okay, though. Uh, Okay, next topic is uh, the PlayStation stuff, I guess we'll talk about. All right. Um, So Sony has shown off a lot recently for the PS5. Um, One of the newest things that we've gotten is the uh, UI. So... I've got a list here of all the new features and stuff. Uh, the video is really short. The, the video is really short. Uh, if you all want to like go and watch it, it's like 16 minutes, I think. But uh, basically, the the menu is like based around cards. Whoa. So, 
on uh, on the cards, you'll see like activities, screenshots uh, for each individual game, and like it'll Radical. show you your progress uh, for each level that you're playing. It'll show you news from the games. So like they showed off uh, Sackboy. And it shows, I've, I see a picture here, um, a screen grab from the video, and it's showing, like, the different levels that he's done, and it says, like, he's 33% done with this level. Um, and then it's showing a screenshot that he's done. Uh, and I also remember from the video uh, that it shows you, like, an estimate based on your uh, your play stats. Um, as to how long it's going to take you to finish the level. So if you're like, oh, I want to play a game, but like I only have like 20 minutes, you can check and see how long it's going to take you. And if it just takes you about 10 minutes to do it, then you you at least have that peace of mind that you're not, not going to have to quit in the middle of it. So I think that's well, pretty that cool. sounds cool. I'm stubborn, and I'm just going to sit there at the end so I mess up the algorithm and have it be all over the place. Yeah, but why? So I have that sense of surprise, Hunter. Um, well, then I don't want to know the algorithm isn't going to work in your favor. What is it? The algorithm isn't going to work in your favor, then. Yeah. I don't want to know if a level in a game or a mission in a game is going to take me like an hour and a half to do. I want to be surprised by it. All right, this is boring to read off. Um, just like as a list, so I'm gonna pitch it to you like a Shark Tank pitch. Got it. Just trying something new. I know. Uh, it's probably gonna bomb. Sharks, how often are you playing a game and you just don't know what to do? What do you do? Never. You pull out your phone, you look up a guide or a YouTube video, but then if you look up a YouTube video, then you gotta deal with the guy talking and like peddling his ads to you and it's it's just horrible not all of them have ads not all of them talk some of what them if, jump right into what it if, whoa, whoa, what if you're not allowed to uh undermine my point what uh, if, i think i am did i ask you to speak no but this is my show if i'm the shark yeah but i'm the pitcher who cares? Okay. Um, what if the game help was built in to the system? So you're like, man, I'm playing, uh, I don't know, Last of Us 2, and I don't know how to get through this window. And then you pull up the guide, and then it'll say, oh, just jump, throw a brick through it, and then jump through it. And then, boom, you're through. You didn't have to... You didn't have to Google it. That was the worst example I could have came up with. But say that you're trying to find collectibles or something. You don't have to look up a guide. You can just kind of... And, and one of the other cool features is that you can pin it to your screen. So, like, you can be playing the game while you're looking at the guide. Mm -hmm. So it'll be, like, in the corner of your screen. All right. um, Here's a question. Say I'm stuck on a part of a level, and it's taking me a bit to get through it. Will it just kind of pop the guide up there and show me, or do I have to actually pull you it up? You have to I don't activate wanna... it. All right, good, because I want to have yeah. a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's definitely not mandatory. Good. Um, then there's also parties. They've made significantly uh, different changes to the parties. I've abandoned the Shark Tank thing because it's ridiculous. Um, okay. So, like, we're playing Fall Guys. Mm -hmm. um, I want to see your screen. Mm -hmm. But I've accidentally left the match, right? Mm -hmm. So I can't spectate you. Well, you can share your screen to the party, and I can watch it. What you're seeing on your screen. Got it. And... If I wanted to join a game and play while I was waiting on you to finish, I could, again, pin it to the corner so I can still see you in the corner while I'm playing. 
which uh, which I think is pretty cool. It also says uh, the PlayStation Store has been directly integrated into the overall software instead of a separate application, making it easier to find new games and apps to purchase and download on the PlayStation 5. I don't really remember what that entails. Um, I, don't, I really don't know. That that sounds like it could be bad or good. Because, like, we'll you don't see. want them peddling their games on your home screen. They already kind of do that, but it's not super intrusive now. The All of this is really cool, but my big issue with it mm-hmm. is you know that, like, after launch, not that many games, unless they're, like, first-party games, are going to be supporting these features. Because, I mean, it's we've seen it before. I can't think of a specific example, but um, there's almost always features that are kind of gimmicky that uh, these game companies will come out with. Mm-hmm. And then, like, people will use them for a couple of games, and then not that many people are using them, so the developers just don't bother putting them in the games. And... Uh, then the, it, it, you kind of lose that functionality. So I do wonder if how long this is going to last. Um, but we'll see. I could be wrong. Um, so aside from all that, the UI does look really good. I am really happy with how it looks because I was excited to see that. I don't know how it looks. I'm just going to wait until I get one and be surprised. That's probably a good plan. Um, speaking of PlayStation, uh, system software update 8.00 launched today, today being October 14th, which was actually a couple of days ago uh, from recording this. Um, 2020. This is... yeah. This has uh, caused some controversy, um, and I'll tell you why in a second, but <clears throat> excuse me. It says, uh, party and messages are more tightly linked together, and you'll see changes to the UI. Both apps will now use the same groups of players for party bo- voice chats and message exchanges instead of having different groups set up across the two apps. So now you can start a party chat or send a message to the group you previously chatted with across PS4 as well as PS5 when it launches. Uh, there are new avatars from Bloodborne, Journey, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, Last of Us 2, Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, and many more. Uh, you can mute all microphones uh, in the quick menu, so it's easier to do that. Uh, simplified parental controls. Nobody really cares about that. Um, this is directly from the PlayStation blog, by the way. Uh, enhanced two-step verification. So you can use uh, the Authenticator app like Steam or a text message like they've been doing. Uh, I guess it's nice to have that choice. Removal of event creation and private community creation. Um, after 8.00, you will no longer be able to create events or access existing events created by other users. <clears throat> I never used that anyways, did you? Nope. Yeah. Um, the PS4 Remote Play app will change its name to PS Remote Play with the option to connect uh, to PS5. And uh, those are all the updates. But the controversy is... After this update, people have been getting messages, uh, a notification on their uh, console about party safety and the voice chats and parties may be recorded, uh, which has kind of sent people into a frenzy thinking like, oh, our party chats are being recorded. We're being spied on. Um, That's not entirely the case. Uh, I, I mean, it's obviously a genuine reason for concern, but uh, this is directly from Sony. It says, voice chat recording for moderation is a feature that will be available on PS5 when it launches and will enable users to record their voice chats on PS5 and submit them for moderation review. So if you're playing a game with someone and uh, 
you report them for something, they can go back through the recordings. Uh, the pop-up you're seeing on PS4 right now is to let you know that when you participate in a chat with a PS5 user post-launch, they may submit those recordings from their PS5 console to Sony Interactive Entertainment. So it's not it's not really something to get all up in arms about uh, because they're not like, or at least they're not claiming to outright spy on you. They could still be. I'm not saying they're not, but that's uh, that's debatable. What are they um, gonna do? Hear me yell at a game because I'm bad at it? Yeah, that's my thing. Is that if they're listening to me, like, what are they gonna hear? But you know, the microphones do sometimes pick up stuff. Excuse me. That uh that maybe you don't want it to pick up. So like someone talking in the background and it could pick up some sensitive information as to whether Sony would use that negative in a negative way or uh, in a malicious way even. That's debatable. Um, and I'm not going to debate that on this show. Uh, but it is nice to have some clarification on that. So... Uh, our last story story for the day is that cyberpunk has gone gold. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know what that means, it. yeah, it basically means that it's gone to the presses. That the discs are being printed. Uh, so there's, they really can't delay it. So finally, it has been a long wait, mm-hmm. but we're almost there. We've got a little over a month. A little over. When does it come out? Uh, good question. November uh, something. Sometime late November. It's it's in November. I can't remember. November 19th. So, yeah, a little, like, three days over a month. Mm-hmm. So, Probably exactly a month away by the time this will go up. Or, like, a month and a day. Tomorrow. All right, so like a month and two days. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I think this is probably going to be a short podcast. How are we? Um, yeah, we've only gone like 28 minutes, and uh, we're closing in. We've got the last mm-hmm. two stories here. Um, I guess that's okay because it hasn't really been – there hasn't been a lot of news or any big games released. Yeah. Uh, but we do have a couple more uh, games to talk about. Obviously, Mafia Definitive Edition has came out. We already um, talked about that. Yeah, but we didn't go into detail. All right, you play as Thomas Angelo. Call me Angelo. He's a, he's a taxi driver, and then he's not. In the 1920s, uh, what's the city called again? I, I, don't make me say Brooklyn. It's not Brooklyn. Ma- Mafia said Empire Bay, I think. I'm going to get it confused with the city from 2. Uh, I want to Heaven. say Empire. Lost Haven, yeah. Okay. It mentions Empire Bay in it, and that's the city 2 takes place in. So I got yeah. confused. In 1920s, so prohibition is a thing. Mid to late 1920s, then it kind of goes into the 30s. You get to smuggle the hooch. Mm -hmm. Wait, is it the 20s or 30s? Late 20s, I think. Yeah, 20s. Okay. And then kind of 30s and stuff, then prohibition's gone. Oh, no, it's the 30s, according to Wikipedia. 1920s and 30s is whenever... uh, he is whenever he gets uh, kind of hijacked by the mafia dudes. We're going to say it's 1929, just so I can be right. Anyways. Okay. What Wikipedia said is wrong. What I say is right. My word is law on this podcast and Hunter's. I don't know, Josh. Um, I think you might just have to, to be wrong on this one. Fine. But then 
Yeah, so 30s and stuff, you kind of get into the mafia on accident when you're just sitting in your cat out standing outside your cab late at night and then two guys from the Sally is it Salieri? Yeah. Yeah, Salieri. I'm thinking of like the Dons in that game and the Dons in 2 and I'm getting them confused. Anyways, from Don Salieri's mafia kind of point a gun to your head and are like, hey, we need to get out of here. And you're the one with the gun. You got it. And you drive them away to his restaurant. Then you get paid money. And it's like, the Don doesn't forget his favors and everything. Then you get beat up by people from a different mafia. And they break your cab. So you go back to the restaurant with a broken face. And then those people get taken care of. Actually, they get scared off. And that's kind of starts your journey into joining the mafia. And then racing, and then dating and marrying the bartender's daughter. So, I will say this about the game. Um, it is crazy how soon they got it released. Because when did they announce it? They announced it um, I don't what, know. back in March. I don't remember. I mean, they could have been working on it already. It was announced in May. Yeah, they definitely were working on it already, but still, just the fact that they were able to keep it under wraps, there might have been a leak or two. I can't really remember. I think I remember seeing a leak like a couple of days before it was announced, but just the fact that they were able to put this, I mean, it looks amazing, and it's like whenever you say like, oh, this game's getting remade or whatever, you picture just like sort of updated graphics. They've built this game like from the ground up. Like it's got the same story and everything, but it's like vastly more uh, complex than the original. Mm-hmm. The open world is beautiful and it's just crazy that they were able, and I can't give my final thoughts on it yet because I haven't finished it, but oh. it is crazy that they were able to put it out so soon. Something funny. So, since I got the collection, I have all of them. So, it has a little couple added things, I think, that the normal one doesn't. Mm -hmm. So, like, in 2 and 1, you have one or two cars from the 70s in your garage, which is 70s, 80s, whenever 3 takes place. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of just take those out and drive them around. I only did it once in 2, just because I thought it would be fun. I haven't done it in 1 yet. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny to see all these classic cars and everything. Then just this one car from the 70s that can probably go faster than all of them. One more thing I've noticed with 1 compared to 2. 2 is more open world than 1, I think. Because 2, in between the missions and stuff, you can kind of... Yeah, in 2 you have to go from a place or your apartment to where the mission starts and you can kind of just roam around and do whatever you want in between. Mm-hmm. But uh, in one, in Hunter, you can probably agree with me on this. You're, it's kind of like you're constantly going from mission to mission. Yeah, that's one of the main criticisms with the game is that it's it's more linear than it wants to come across as. Like, it presents itself as this, like, mm-hmm. big open world, but there's not much to do in the open world other than the missions, and you're kind of just going from mission to mission. Yeah, into you could, like, go, like, change the clothes of Vito Scaletta and everything, which was interesting. And I don't know why that's the main thing I remember. I think you could rob a gas station. Yeah, I don't know. I've never played two. It's been a minute since I've played it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really do that stuff. I don't know. But okay. it's fun. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. Uh, aside from my difficulties with the hardware, uh, I've been having fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got to say, I've been waiting for this, the whole podcast, and uh, it's about time that I've talked about it. Can you guess what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
It's forced. It was a stretch. Um, Crash 4 came out on uh, October 2nd, and I have not even played it. I have. You have, though. I have not gotten far into it. I think I'm only in, like, the second or third world. What do you Maybe for Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. Do you get on disc? Yeah, it's on disc. And so I'm booting it up to see what world I'm on. There is like, there's a lot of uh, levels in it, right? From what I've heard, I believe like compared to their original three. I think. I haven't because played the original I three. I, I think I read that. Uh, there's more levels in this game than in all three of them combined. There's like 30 in each of them, I think. Dang. Yeah. But are they all like main levels? Because there's yeah. like VHS tapes that you can get from like when Cortex experimented on or made Crash or whatever and yeah. kind of play those. Yeah. But, um, Four is interesting so far. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm probably gonna be the one to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until it uh, goes down to like forty. I don't want to pay sixty for a crash game. All right. Well, one of the things is the masks. I forgot what they're technically called, but they're like cosmic masks or whatever. And I don't know how many there are. I've only found the first two. And each one kind of has its own abilities. The first one you get, whose name I have the forgotten. Quantum Masks. Yeah, Quantum Masks. Well, that kind of is. It swaps between platforms. So, say one platform is kind of tangible and has a blue outline. You can't really see it. Press triangle, and it'll come into existence while getting rid of some other platforms. Kind of like two separate worlds, and pressing triangle flips you between them. Hmm. The best thing I can think of to compare it to is the level in Titanfall 2, where you get the watch and you're kind of going back and forth in time with just that one little area. You, you know, know what I'm talking about? Me of, no, I haven't played Titanfall, but you know what it reminds me of? What? Uh, the different Marios in uh, 64. Like, you know, you can unlock, like, Metal Mario and, uh, mm-hmm. like, the Invisible Mario, the Wingsuit Mario, all those. Yeah. And you can get to different places with that. That's what it, your description of it reminds me of, at least. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily get to different places, because it'll give you the mask, and then you have to use the ability to progress through the level. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, there's some it. stars in, uh in the Mario 64 that you can't get without yeah. having those uh, different hats. So, yeah. But the second one I got is, I want to say it's Dark Matter or something. It's my favorite of the two. Basically what it is, is it puts you in this constant kind of spin state. So you're spinning, you damage anything and everything and reflect green projectiles or green I think it said magic or whatever mm-hmm. back to wherever it came or just reflect it deflect I mean anyways and it gives you a higher jump and a double jump while you're spinning Yeah. so that's cool they've made longer jumps with that which I've seen but if you touch a TNT box it instantly explodes and they'll have those on some small platforms you have to jump to which isn't fun mm-hmm. There's also classic mode and a new mode, which is new mode. You have unlimited lives. Classic mode is more set up like the original, and you have a limited amount of lives. Yeah. And then you can play at... In the first three, could you play as Crash or... What's her face? Coco? Gosh, I don't even remember. I mean, I think that there are a couple of levels where you switch. Oh, in this, you can choose who you play it as. You can either play the entire game as Coco or Crash. But there's a couple levels where you play as someone named Callie? 
I think. That was his uh his girlfriend. No? Is it? Yeah. No, Coco is the girlfriend, I think. Coco is his sister. I'm so confused. What's <laughs> the lore of Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> Coco is his sister. Um Tana is his old girlfriend. Uh, I don't know. Anyways. Uh, she's cool to play as. I've only played, I only have three levels where you can play as her, but she has a kick instead of a spin. This cool grappling hook thing. Mm-hmm. And kind of just levels on her. Oh, and can like wall jump on certain things, which is neat. Fun to yeah. play as her. So, uh, what, what's your verdict on this so far? How far into the game are you? Uh, let's see. One, two, gotta run through all the levels. Three, I'm on World 4. Yeah, actually the last level of World 4, the boss fight of World 4. Alright, nice. So I think that you're qualified to give an opinion. It's neat. I mean, I've never played any of the other Crash Bandicoot. Actually, no. I had the Crash Bandicoot game on the DS. Yeah, but... Who I don't think has been seen outside of any outside of that game. Cortex's daughter, right? Yeah. Yeah, we cut out for a second. I just wanted to make sure that people knew what you were talking about. All right. I accidentally pressed a button. I don't know if she's been seen outside of that game, but it's whatever. Uh, I I don't know how it compares to the others. I'm just instead of giving it a rating out of ten. Because I don't feel qualified. I'm going to just say it's a good game. It's fun. I'm, I want to let you borrow uh, Insane Trilogy if you want. Because I feel I like you need to... I mean, if you end up liking this one, you'll probably like uh, mm-hmm. at least the second and third. The first one's kind of iffy, but... Third one's the best, mm-hmm. in my humble opinion. Oh, and I forgot. There are skins in this that you can play through the levels as. Ooh, I like that. I like skins. Yeah. Both Crash and Coco have skins. And you kind of get the skins for just 100%ing levels, getting all the diamonds. Yeah. Uh, for buying it, or just getting it, you get a couple of... You get three skins for each. For mm-hmm. Crash, you get Marsupis Erectus, which is like a caveman. Serious upgrade, which is like Cyborg, Robot, Crash. And then 360 no scope, which is gamer. <laughs> For Coco, it's the same ones except on her. So Cavewoman, Cyborg, and female gamer or girl gamer. <laughs> gamer girl Coco. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be the title of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But in total, not including the three that it gives you, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, Very interesting eighteen, podcast. nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four skins to unlock for each. So that's forty-eight skins in total to unlock. That sounds fun. How have, the, how have the trophies been? Oh, like getting the trophies? Like, how hard are they? Uh, I mean, on the last level for World 4, each level has about three to five levels. Let's just say they each have five. I have 18% of the trophies. Hmm. But I mean, the two that I can think of that come to mind... Oh, yeah, there's just, like, ones for completing a bonus path, complete any timeline, defeat in gen, just, like, defeating the bosses. Yeah. Uh, and then earning gems, ones for that. And then, in some of the levels, the boss will talk to you, like, either a, magnifo- a megaphone or kind of just out of a beaker. If you destroy that, you get a level, a trophy. Mm-hmm. And kind of getting the masks 
Kind of just random ones like that. I don't think they're too hard. So, I mean, I just looked at them. There's a trophy for being a level with pass and play enabled, so I don't think they're hard. Yeah. But the gems, depending on the level, might be difficult because there's one for breaking all of the boxes, uh, completing the level in under three minutes, beating it without losing more than three lives, getting a certain number of fruit. Where are all the other ones? I can't remember the other ones. Dang. Hunter, talk about something while I run through the tutorial and look. Um, this there isn't really anything else to talk about. I mean, we've kind of gone over everything. Entertain them, Hunter. I can't. I'm not good at that. Do you here? Do you give your endorsement for Crash Bandicoot? Yeah, sure. It's fun. Okay, it's a good game. I'm not rating it out of 10, because I never played the others, so I don't feel qualified. That's fair. Okay. Right, um, I'm going through the tutorial now. Oh my Hang gosh, on. okay. Uh, I guess I'll talk about Star Wars Squadrons, um, that came out. It did? Um, yeah, at, like the same day as Crash. Oh, cool. I want to I'm not that. playing it, but... Neither How long does the tutorial take? Uh, well, if you're good, it shouldn't take that long. All levels can be beaten in three minutes or less. I'm just not good at it. So, entertain them for five minutes at most. Well, why don't I just Google it? I've already started this, Hunter. I'm on a journey. Okay, wait, wait, what's, what am I Googling? I'm Googling, so I don't have to entertain people. <laughs> Uh, trophy requirements, or gym requirements. For Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. Okay, I'll do that. Um. It says... There are all four, there are four color gems in Crash Bandicoot. Uh, this guide tells how to collect them. I don't think that's it. Color gems, right? No, just gems for beating the level. Ugh. Near collectibles. Every item in Crash 4. Uh, gosh. Gems, gems. There are... Okay. It says, gems are the collectibles sought after by completionists and... While they're unnecessary for finishing the game, they're essential for reaching 100% completion, completing all seven in a level will unlock a skin for Crash and Coco, and the gems can be sorted into five types, the Wumpa Gem, the Hidden Gem, Survival Gem, Box Gem, and Color Gem. Did that answer your question? Oh, Hidden Gem. That's one of them. <laughs> That's definitely one of them. So, gem, the hidden gems are hidden somewhere in a level. Wumpa yep. gems fill up your Wumpa meter. Uh, there are three for every level in the game awarded for collecting 40, 60, and 80% of all the Wumpa fruit in the level. Wait, those things uh, are called Wumpa? Yeah. Huh. Uh, survival gem is a new type. To earn it, you must complete a level without dying more than three times. Uh, box gems are earned at the end of a level by smashing every wooden box in the game. Um, and then the color gems, there's only four of them and they aren't listed anywhere in the game except for the pause menu. Uh, it says right, you can collect them, die in a level, and not have to recollect the color gem over again. Okay, yeah, 40, 60, and 80% of the one. I thought it was just for getting all of them, my bad. So, yeah, Wumpo's boxes, beating it in three lives, and hidden. I think there's also one for... Is there one for beating it in under three minutes? Um, uh, without dying more than three times. Uh-huh, my bad. Yeah, so Wumpo boxes, dying, and hidden. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there, yeah, those are all the, the, uh, the gems. There are also relics. There are flashback tapes, flashback relic, relics, insanely perfect relics. Um, all those are, uh, mm-hmm. are available to be collected. You betcha. So, Josh endorses the game. I do not. But not because it's bad, but because I haven't played it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going on 50 minutes, so I guess we didn't do too bad. That's good. I just want to say, this has probably been our most professional podcast yet. I know, it started out rough. It was pretty, there's been a lot of dead air. It started out rough. But Kept we, we got into it. Good for about a solid minute, and then... Yeah, I, I felt like I feel like it hit the peak around uh, around the PS5 UI. Then mm-hmm. it was just all downhill from there. But that's okay because it's only our uh, 86th episode. What? Yeah, we've still Isn't got a lot like of our- uh, we've still got a lot of room for improvement. Isn't this like our seventh episode? Sixth? No, it's our eighty-sixth. Uh, so we've got a lot of room for improvement still. You know, we haven't even hit the hundred mark. Um, so we're we're still working hard on that stuff. Uh, I don't even think we've but had see us, people listen to, to it. To see us progress, um, make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, whatever the heck you uh, listen to this. And uh, and rate us five stars. I, I hear that helps. Please. Um, and we have Twitter no, too, you. but I deleted the Twitter app, so I we have Twitter. Don't expect to see me post. Yeah. Oh yeah, you told yeah. me. I think you also gave me like the info for it, and I'm like, cool, yeah. might do something with that. And then I proceeded to forget about it because I don't use Twitter. Yeah. Well. With all that being said, thank you for uh, for listening and supporting us, and uh, we'll we'll see you around the twenty ninth. Uh, yeah, sure. That's when Watch Dogs comes out. So, all right, thanks for listening. That's-